Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Marking Out episode 391. Uh, unfortunately, this past week, uh, the Wrestling Universe lost three pro wrestlers. That being Brickhouse Brown, Nikolai Volkov, and Grandmaster Sexay, a.k.a. Brian Christopher. Uh, so, right now we'd like to pay tribute to them with a uh, 10-bell salute. Fans. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to a brand new episode of Marking Out Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. This is episode 391. Check out past episodes, present episodes, and future episodes on MarkingOut.com. Subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Google Play. Want to buy some merchandise? Check it out. ProWrestlingTees.com slash MarkingOut. Watch our YouTube videos, YouTube.com slash MarkingOut11. Like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash MarkingOut. You can follow us on Twitter at Marking Out, at BTTG161, at Dave the Rave underscore MO, at Chris Sweendog. I'm your host, Brandon. I'm also joined by Dave. Dave, how are you doing? You know, I am doing great. I am doing great. You know, big week, big week. But how are you doing? I'm doing awesome as always. Another uh, big week big week but not really oh yeah what happened with your week uh well i mean as much as i would like to have said that i went to see taylor swift again that oh my god happen. you did no oh. no i oh. went to uh I, I went to an all-you-can-eat asian place there you go sit down style i honestly i think it's one of i think it's one of the better ones than like it's not it's not your typical buffet food it's actual food where Massapequa. Wait, so what place? Uh, it's called Saki Asian. It's a okay. sit-down, all-you-can-eat place. Okay. Is it near the mall? Um, kind of. It's on Broadway. On Broadway. And then on know. on Monday, I celebrated National uh, National Cheesecake Day. And I, ah. went to, I went to Cheesecake Factory. They had half-price cheesecake. You crushed it. I did. They had two new flavors. I didn't crush that. It's not like it wasn't happy hour, but nice. they added it. the two new flavors. One was the Cinnabon, and then one was the very cherry Ghirardelli chocolate cheesecake, mm-hmm. which might not be the actual full title of it. Or what did you go with? I took the cherry, and I made my dad get the 
<laughs> the cinnamon roll one. I was like, how are you gonna like not try the new one? He goes, he goes, oh, I'll uh, I'll try the Oreo one maybe. And I'm like, you've had it. It's been a thing. Might as well try this one. And then we tried it. I definitely prefer the cherry one over over the cinnamon one. But I'm not a big cinnamon roll guy. No. I, I go back and forth. I like it when the Cinnabon is nice and warm. Yeah, I, I mean, I do, I do, but again, I could live without ever eating another cinnamon bun in my life. That frosting, though, <sighs> is another story. Or the glaze or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, the frosting is very, it's very um, sweet. Which I felt very that's sweet. what, uh, that's what that cheesecake was lacking. Interesting. Because like it, it reminded I'm... it reminded me or more of an apple pie rather than even though there was no apples in it. The it apple like pie. The, the apple pie. Just because of the the cinnamon uh-huh. aspect of it. So I think it needed it had like a caramel like swirl on top or whatever. And I think it. Now needed what was that word you just said there? A caramel swirl. Caramel. As opposed to caramel. Yeah. It... I don't say caramel. Why not? Because I, I was just always brought up on saying caramel. Hmm. Caramel apples, caramel corn, caramel apples, caramel corn. I go with the caramel. Yeah, so what the hell? I go. Don't, <laughs> don't stop me mid-sentence to try to ask me why I say a word one way when you say it the same way I do. You know, it was just curious, curious thought. That was it. Yeah, so I think it was missing the the, the frosting aspect of it yeah. and i and i the the cherry cheesecake tasted exactly what i would have hoped it tasted like but it really i think i i needed more cherry chunks in it which is like my only complaint when i eat the uh the ben and jerry's cherry garcia ice cream more cherries yeah i just like i i can't get enough of those cherries and it, it's definitely one of the best flavors that they have that i think uh, it's the cherry best. Garcia. it's the best flavor I'll put that up against any other Ben and Jerry's flavor. The only other Ben and Jenny, Jerry's flavor that I Jenny. love, <laughs> yeah, I know, that I love is the strawberry cheesecake. With another good flavor, not better than Cherry Garcia. I kind of, I, I kind of, I'm so torn because my heart really says strawberry cheesecake over and over again. Whether it was it's Ben and Jerry's or Hagenas. Hagenas, ugh! Don't even talk to me about Hagenas. Which hey, also, I, I have to say, I love their vanilla. There's some aspects of a Ben and Jerry's ice cream I don't like. Sometimes I don't like their vanilla ice creams. You got Friendly's ice cream tastes like nothing to me. It's disgusting. Nah, Friendly's is, uh, but the Hagenas don't even talk to me about Briars. Hagenas vanilla is delicious. Nice I have and not smooth, had it in a creamy. while, so I'd have to try it. Yeah, that I love. But I think I agree with you about the Cherry Garcia. That is just like there are there are a lot of cherries in the in the ice cream as is. But I just want more. I want a very Cherry Garcia ice cream. (laughs) The triple uh, the triple caramel one that they have out now is really good. The three triple layer, but it's Hagenas. Oh, triple. Oh, I thought you were talking about the core ones that Ben and Jerry. No, it's like salted caramel. Uh, triple layer thing that's actually really good and it's not you try to stop yourself but you can finish an entire pint tea by yourself yeah I don't know I think well I mean I understand that aspect with 
Ben and Jerry's because mm-hmm. I could definitely sit there and eat a whole thing of the strawberry cheesecake yeah. or Cherry Garcia. So it's so easy. And I, I mean, think I think the other flavor that I enjoy most of theirs is uh, is Americone Dream. Not familiar with it, but it is was, that the one with the, the, the Daily Stephen, Show? Yeah, it was. Well, it was Stephen Colbert. So okay. like, I think it was Daily Show at that time, but. Yeah, I, yeah, I so remember. It's just it's vanilla ice cream with, um, I believe it's chocolate covered waffle cone pieces. I used to like uh, the fish food, which is what though? That's like, I think just fudge, vanilla. Um, I forgot what else was in it, but it doesn't compare it to strawberry cheesecake or cherry Garcia at all. Um, yeah. I, I'm such a slow eater with the pint of ice cream too. I go like I like to take like the top layer. Like I don't dive right in. I go for the top layer. As opposed kind of, to what? Who goes? Well, like I take the people, top layer. Well, I go from the bottom. I cut it open and <laughs> eat it from the reverse side. Well, I mean, like I I actually scrape the top instead of just going full fledged straight down into it. I like to take my time with it and enjoy it. Oh. I don't actually take like huge pieces of the ice cream. I just take a little bit, <laughs> let it sit sit in my mouth and just melt away. Yeah. All right. So we got Hagen Dazs. How do you spell Hagen Dazs? I don't know. There's an accent mark. <laughs> How yeah. do you spell it? Dum dum. Don't even attempt to try to spell Hagen Dazs. Dum dum. I said. What was I doing? Who was I with? I, it's H A G E N dash D A I Z D A. It's weird. Oh, I went to the mall this past week. I think was that after or before? No, I think that was as we recorded. I think that was like I went to the mall and then we recorded after. But I was saying how I, Mike said something, and I was like, I was like, you're a dum dum. Do you want gum gum? <laughs> one of my friends brandon up at school he used to always say that he would call us he would say like dum-dum and just it, that's like kind of it, it, over. something that like not pissed me off but like just annoyed me was when we went to the museum of natural history uh-huh and everyone's like oh look at this it's a dum-dum statue and it's like no no it's not <laughs> that's on a different floor i mean i i probably said that too yeah, you probably did because you're I mean, a dum-dum yeah, I wait. Well, hold on. First off, what do you mean that sounded just different floor, and that wasn't that? Like we, like there was another statue there that people thought was it. The one that we took pictures with, the one that I was on uh, the shoulders of Tyler. No, because wasn't that it? Right, that was it. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that we got the one that was it. So then, which one are you talking about? There were other ones. There was another statue there. Well, at least I got the correct one in a picture. I mean, maybe. Maybe it was a fake all along. I always wanted to go to the museum, like the, the storage unit, to see what they have in storage. I always feel like that would be cool. Right. Why? You don't think that would be really cool? Interesting? Fun? I mean, yeah. Well. I mean, see what they don't have on display? Be like, no. Oh, I, I would be more inclined to want to see stuff at the smithsonian that would be interesting that would be cool too i want to go to bronx zoo you want to go no 
Why? No, I don't, but it's free on Wednesdays, I believe. Yeah, let's go. You can take picks. Who's driving there, you? No, you take the train? I'm not taking a train to the Bronx. I don't know. I would drive. Okay, let's go. All right, we're going to the Bronx Zoo. It's set. We're Wednesday. There we go. Wednesday, if you guys see us at the Bronx Zoo, it's us. Yeah, it is. It's definitely not the fake us. It's it's the real us. We will be at the Bronx Zoo on a Wednesday. Yeah, 8-8. Eight, eight. Yeah, you got it, you know? That's how we roll. That's how we make plans, right on the podcast, yeah. just like that. So, did you do anything else this week? Uh, or let's not see. That, not anything else. Did you do anything this week? <laughs> did I do anything this week? Yeah, I had a big exam last week, and... Thank goodness. I am so happy I passed this huge exam. Uh, very, very happy. Officially got my officially licensed. Um, very happy. Studied for a very long time. And just happy to be clear of this exam, you know. I, for like, a I like how you said I got my license. People would be like, oh, a driver's license? Yeah. No, my my license to practice uh, as a doctor of physical therapy. Um, very very relieved, and it, it's a great feeling, you know. Put in a lot of effort, and it really stinks because I also neglected a lot of things. And I mean, there was I had to put a lot on hold and sacrifice a good amount, and just very grateful and very happy that I was successful. Um, yeah, now that, now you could crush happy hour and go to yeah. concerts and stuff. Yeah, I mean it was funny. I was go talking. Wrestling. Like, I I barely remember what it's like to have a conversation with anyone without having an exam in the back of my mind. Like I could be talking to you or someone else. Like I'll go out if like when I went out to dinner with Dan one night, we were talking, but in the back of my head, I'm like running through the signs and symptoms of like respiratory alkalosis versus uh, metabolic acidosis and this and that and diverticulitis versus diverticulosis and all this stuff going in the back of my head during conversations. I'm like, I'm just so relieved that I don't have to have that happen anymore. And uh, yeah, so very, very good week. Um, did go see Mission Impossible the other day. Ugh. Dude. Awesome. No, no, don't don't fart on this. No, no, you suck that back in. There is on this. There you go. There you go. Hey, no, no, suck that back in. Keep no, no, keep that back in there because this was a good movie. There was no dull moment at all. Alec Baldwin in the movie. I did. Okay, relax. Sorry, sorry. I know I should listen to you. Yeah. I should just do don't <laughs> don't do impressions. Yeah, but you asked for it. But yeah, no, definitely awesome movie. And what else did I do? Went to a uh, favorite one of uh, my favorite diners, uh, East Bay Diner. East Bay is definitely one of the best diners on Long Island. And uh, how much did they give you for that? I can't I can't disclose. Who did you go with? My parents. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah, we went over there the other night. You know, uh, speaking of movies, I kind of, kind of want to see uh, Christopher Robin comes out tomorrow. I thought that was out already. Christopher Robin? No, Christopher Robin. I don't, Christopher I don't, I don't think I'll know anybody that'll want to go see that movie though. 
Yeah, I don't really want to see it. I mean, I've always been a fan of Winnie the Pooh. I've always been a fan of Winnie the Pooh. Yeah, they did. Yeah. Uh, I watched a, a ceremony where they dedicated a soundstage in California to Dick and Bob Sherman, mm -hmm. the Sherman brothers, who uh, wrote the theme song to Winnie the Pooh. Oh, among other things like uh, the, the the soundtrack to um, oh, what is it? Mary Poppins. Like mm -hmm. Jim Chimmery and a spoonful of sugar, mm -hmm. as well as it's a small world. Wow! And of course, my favorite uh, attraction at Disney World, uh, the this the theme song for the Carousel of Progress. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, and you you uh, you're. You're going to yeah. be making a, an appearance down there. Yeah, dude, it's weird. Like, I, I wanted to really go um, the end I don't of think, October. I don't think you've ever called me dude before. Did I? Yeah, Did I don't I think ever? that's ever happened. That's Yo, dude, weird. I really wanted to go at the end of October, <laughs> brother. Um, but that just didn't work out. I was going to, because Hanson was playing uh, Epcot for free. So, like, nah. I'm definitely not about to pay to see Hanson, so. No offense no. to Hanson or anything, but I just, I know Umbop, and I think it'd be cool to hear Umbop live, but. Super so, kick party, dude. I don't get it. That was the Young Bucks theme song. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, mm. I didn't know that. And then uh, Taylor Dane was performing there for free, and it's like, I I would never pay to see her, no offense again. I don't know who she is. Tell it to my heart. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, I hear that song enough on the radio. Well, I mean, it'd be cool to hear live, in my opinion, at least. But yeah, so I'm going and um, Sugar Ray will be there, mm -hmm. which is cool because I saw Sugar Ray and Smash Mouth in the same concert at the, okay. at the Paramount. And then I saw Smash Mouth at Epcot, and now I'll see Sugar Ray probably at Epcot. That's pretty cool. So that's cool. So Sugar Ray is going to be there. Um, David Cook, who won, I think, American Idol. Sounds familiar. Yeah, but I don't know if I'll see him. But uh, this guy, Jeffrey Osborne, who I don't... I'm almost certain I know it because of The Tonight Show. Um, because he has that song, On the Wings of Love. I don't know if you know that song or not. On the Wings of Love. No, it's On the Wings of Love. Something like on that. On the Wings of Love. I think it's On the Wings of Love. But uh, I don't know. and then uh, Jim Belushi and his band's performing down there too, so I That's cool. might have to go see that. I'm a blues man, and it's a soul man. Yeah, blues man. <laughs> and, I, and I have I already booked a, a restaurant re reservation for Boma because I'm I didn't do that the last time I didn't go to Boma. There I, you go. I went in November, and that was literally one of the best things I've ever eaten. Came from Boma, so I'm, I'm hoping. What was the best it. thing that you ever eaten? It was eaten. that little cake, that dessert, the Cape Malva Dutch pudding or whatever, Cape Dutch Malva pudding. Uh huh. And it was it just tasted like pancakes and syrup or whatever, and it was like. What's the price? Uh, well, it's a it's an all you can eat place at Disney, so I think it was like thirty something, which is not bad. Not at bad. All. Not, not at all. Not bad for all you can eat at Disney. Yeah, I think on the website it says like. This price to like fifty nine ninety nine, but I we did not pay fifty nine ninety nine. It's probably like if you get the like uh, 
whatever like salad bar with it no no no. it's a buffet it's a buffet it's it's all you can eat it that salad everything and how do you how do you differentiate the range i think the range is uh uh, just a standard range on disney's website that they use i think they might have some all you can eat places that are 59.99 gotcha and they're and because it's that style of restaurant they group them all together Mm-hmm. So. I understand what you're throwing out there. But yeah, it's, I wanted to go in October, but, and, and then into November to mm-hmm. get like the Halloween season, um, which I don't know, I don't know if they have, like, I don't know at what point they put up Halloween decorations. Yeah. Um, I know they have Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party that you could pay extra for. Mm-hmm. So that's Halloween-y, but I don't know. Jared's fiance wants to do it. I want to go down there, and I don't know because it's it's ninety bucks extra. I don't want to go down there and do that now. Yeah, so it's ninety bucks extra, and you can like walk around and trick or treat around Disney World and get literally all you can eat candy, and their name wow. brands like Mars candy bars and stuff. Wow, you want to go to Six Flags? I don't want to go to Six Flags. You want to go to Splish Splash? No, I I told you yesterday. I'm never ever gonna want to go to Splish Splash. The last time I looked into going to Splish Splash, I thought it was the same deal Did as it? Adventureland, because at Adventureland you could just walk in and chill. Yeah. But at Splish Splash, you actually have to pay to get in. I was gonna go and just hang out with friends, but you have to actually pay to get in. So mm-hmm. it wasn't worth like sixty bucks or whatever to get in. Oi. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm telling you, just fly down to Florida and chill. I may have to. Fozzie is playing at uh, Disney Springs when I'm there. Maybe I'll run into Chris Jericho. Oh. Maybe you'll be on the pot of Jericho. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so I, I just coincidentally happen to go every five months now, it seems. That's, uh... Because <laughs> it was November to April, April to... All right. To September. So let's go on a cruise. I'm not going on a cruise. I'm The only vacation in my future is Disney World. So what about a cruise out of Florida? Or how about you just go to Disney World? I guess. I mean, Universal? No, don't care about Universal. Although I think my mom's going to go a day at Universal because she has a pass. What about Harry Potter World? I don't really... I mean, I want to see Universal Studios in 2018 yeah. and the future. Because the last time I was there was 2008. But it's $200 a day really? if you if you go for one day. And that's dumb. Yeah, that's a lot of mon- money. There's nothing at Universal that's making me pay $200 to get in. No, that's kind of a turnoff. Yeah. Kind of a turn off. So. Alright. Uh, oh, the Mets stink. Oh, did you man, see that? Did I see that? That's Aye. hilarious, dude. I did see that, and I tweeted uh, the something about... I used a, a GIF from, I think, Friday. You know that GIF with Cube and... And... Um, what's his name? Chris Tucker, I think. When they're like, Damn! Mm-hmm. And I, I wrote something like the feeling when you uh, 
when you yeah. see when, when the mean, Mets 20, train worldwide and you go to check why. I mean, twenty-five to four. Twenty-five Oof. to four. Yeah. No, wasn't it twenty-nine to one? No, twenty-five four. They lost by twenty-one points. I thought it was twenty-nine to or did I say twenty-nine? Yeah, I don't remember. You said twenty-nine one. It was weird. The Mets tweeted out yesterday. I think a picture from uh, the the Nationals Park, and the whole like the the right outfield is like dead. And it's like, how do you let a baseball stadium grass die? That's awful. Yeah. That really is awful. Oh, wow. Bobby Valentine was there signing autographs yesterday. Wow. I think. Actually, that doesn't make sense. Why would he be at the National Stadium signing? I don't know. I, I don't know. But, yeah. Yeah, so, so as you heard earlier, um, three pro wrestlers passed away this week, unfortunately. And uh, it's just, it's like, in the way that, that Brian Christopher died, it just, that's like, completely crazy. Yeah, I know. Very, very unfortunate. It sucks that... He had all those problems. And, uh, couldn't, I mean, couldn't get past it. Yeah, you know, he was definitely one, he was definitely a wrestler who had a ton of unfortunate, uh, run ins and just bad, bad stuff going on. And in. You were. You were pulling for him, you know? In Scotty to Hottie's, like, tribute to him, he made mention of the fact that when they were a tag team, they didn't really hang out much. Really? Yeah. And I guess, like, I mean, Brian did his own things and Scotty did yeah. his own thing. It's just so but unfortunate. Sucks, I mean, yeah, I was a huge Too Cool fan. Yeah, you love them. Yeah. I mean, I'm like he used to when, dance when they the were room dresses, Rikishi and that dresses, Rikishi. Yeah, you. I own I own the, the too cool shirt. I wish I had two cool glasses. I know Ryder probably owns two cool glasses. Probably, but um, but yeah, I I own the T-shirt. And um, when they were in, I think it was 2K14 with the whole Attitude Era mode. That was awesome. And I was like, I was so disappointed that they didn't make it back in to the game again. Yeah, it, it's just so sad because, like, you're seeing all this stuff come out and you're like, oh, please, someone just help him. He needed so much help, and unfortunately, it, it was just too late, you know? Even on uh, on the on when I found out about it, I was, I think I was on a live stream, and somebody, like, in the chat wrote, rest in peace, um, Brian Christopher, and I was like, no. And then I went to Twitter just to check it out, and like I slowly started to see people saying stuff like that. I was like, "What is going on right now?" And it it's just very unfortunate. And I mean, please, if anybody's in listening who is feeling that way, and please just like get the get, go reach out to people, go get the help that is needed, and know that you're not alone because it's just awful. 
awful. And then that same I, day, I uh, I was gonna say it was nice to see like when people posted like tributes and stuff to to Grandmaster. I think like Rikishi's was really good, like showing off their last dance in the ring together. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people were retweeting the clip of them at the Royal Rumble in two thousand, yeah. which like. What an insane pop for a spot where it's like, oh, we're just gonna dance right now in the middle of the Royal Rumble, and that like that was awesome. Um, and then just on the first, I believe it was the first ever uh, NXT pay per view with uh, the Ascension when they needed, they were like, it was basically an open challenge, mm-hmm. and uh, Too Cool appeared in and wrestled them. And I thought that was, that was like the coolest thing. Yeah. That was a, a nice moment. Yeah. But yeah. And then Nikolai Volkov passed away the same day. And, um, I mean like Matt Hardy put out a tribute to him. That was nice. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, it's, I mean, obviously with age it, it happens, but yeah, of course. But I mean, still, I believe he was only 70. So that's, relatively young yeah in the grand scheme of everything and i always i I think he was was he like the first uh did he have the first title change on a pay-per-view i'm not too sure him and iron Sheik, maybe Mm. at i think at wrestlemania maybe that's not correct at all i'm not not as 100 percent certain what makes you say this i just i think that's that's a thing that happened uh, let's see, where is that? Um, Iron Cheek and Nikolai Volkov defeated the uh, the U.S. Express to become tag team champions. Yeah, interesting. So, and, and because I believe that was one of the very first pay per views, right? Hmm. That was closed circuit, even. So I don't know, but I, I think the heat that he could get was incredible. Yeah. And and I always and I only know the Russian national anthem because of him. Mm-hmm. And I know the sound of it because of him and I like to listen to that from time to time. <laughs> That's pretty random. <laughs> yeah. And I also I like the uh the wrestling what was it called the the wrestling album that they did. The re- I think it was just called the wrestling album. Yeah. Uh- yeah. yeah, it was the wrestling album, and Nikolai Volkov sings "Karamia" on it, mm-hmm. and that's one of my favorite songs too. That uh, yeah, originally don't... done by uh, Jane the Americans. Hmm. Interesting. And then uh, Brickhouse Brown, who I I really I don't know. I think he became more of a uh, like an internet legend uh, because of I think because he was in. Uh, the ICP stuff at one po- at one point. Oh, uh-huh. Um, but Mick Foley put out a very, very good tribute to him, explaining how back in the day he was obviously, I mean, too cheap to get a hotel or whatever and didn't really have money for hotel anyway. So mm-hmm. he slept in the, the tour van that they were all that they rented or whatever. And it, it's like freezing cold out or whatever. And he hears like a knock on the door and it's, it's brick house. And he goes, what are you doing out here, Mick? And he goes, Oh, well, I, I didn't want to like 
say I don't have a room or anything. And he goes, well, come with me. You're rooming with me. So I thought that was really cool. Mm. So. Yeah. And he, oh, wow, he's only 57, too. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, so very, very it's unfortunate. sad stuff. Um, on to some other wrestling news. Um, WWE is apparently interested in Phoenix and Pentagon Jr. So that's pretty cool. And not uh, in Helico? And, 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 and Helico. And uh, Matt Riddle pulling out of events. Speculation. Still doing Evolve shows. Speculation. Someone's starting to do some shows. Big Kaz. Or as some may start saying, Big Kaz. Yeah, he's using Big Kaz on the indies, but it's two Zs instead of Ss. Yeah, so Big Kaz. Kaz. That's what I'm going to call it. Kaz. 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 Kaza. Kaz. Kaz. Yeah. Kaz. Uh, some matches Kaz. announced. They announced a match this week for All In. Uh, Phoenix is teaming up with Bandito and Rey Mysterio Jr. to take on the Golden Elite. Yeah, that's one heck of a matchup right there. Bandito, I've been very impressed with what he's been doing, and I think that's a cool matchup. I mean, add this on to the other matches of Okada versus Girl, Hangman Page versus Janela, and Cody versus Aldis. This seems like a really cool event, and less than a month away. Yeah, Uh, and it seems as though, uh, or not it seems as though, but there's heavily, heavily rumored uh, rumors that Rey Mysterio will be coming back to WWE after All In. What is the one match that I want, though? From... Oh, just when if Rey Mysterio came back. Yeah. Yeah, it's obvious. Well, for me, there's two. Two. Um, Yeah. One, obviously, is Kalisto versus Mysterio. Yeah, that's the one. And the other is Mysterio versus Almas. Ooh. I dig what you're throwing out there, Big Daddy Cool. Um, yeah. Other things that they announced this week were more participants to the May Young Classic. That being uh, Miko Satamura, who is a legend in Japan. Yeah, she I... was one of the very few women to wrestle in WCW. Yeah, she's been which... around the block a few times. Yeah, which is like, you don't really have... Somebody who wrestled for WCW first making a WWE debut in 2018 anymore. I mean, if you want, it's similar to someone like Jushin Liger being announced for a tournament in WWE. Apparently, Liger wrestled back in the day, might have had like a match on a joint WWF pay-per-view event or something. I feel like he has. I think it was like a one-time deal then too, but... But yeah, yeah, I mean, I even even when he worked NXT, it was a big thing. Oh yeah, um, and, they also uh, announced. I, I was yeah. gonna, I thought you were going to say it was it's like Sting coming to WWE, but obviously not as famous as Sting. But she's she's uh definitely famous. Yeah, very well known. Someone also well known, Ashley Rain, also known as Madison Rain from Impact Wrestling. 
Yeah, I don't know how I feel about this one. You, I, I go back and forth because she has shown improvement since Ring of Honor and everything like that. Yeah. So uh, another oh. another name is uh, Zaya Brookside, which is the daughter of Robbie Brookside, trainer at the Performance Center. Yeah, you also got her. She's awesome. Yeah, for sure. I, for, she's very young too. Yeah, um, she's right now. She's announced as the the youngest in the tournament. Yeah, what what is she? Uh, I'm gonna say 19 years old. Right? right now. I'm not. Yeah, like 18, positive. 19, something yeah. like that. And then you got Priscilla Kelly, who I am so excited that she got announced. Yeah, that's awesome. She, I mean, she has that entire goth gimmick that you really don't see too often. I mean, yeah, you have Sue Young doing her gimmick of the undead bride, but Priscilla Kelly is like full blown goth and just really pulls a lot like from the gypsy background. And I think it's going to be really fun to see her in WWE. Yeah. Uh, another announced name is Hiroyo Matsumoto. Mm-hmm. Hey, and you got Ariel Monroe. As well as that... Vanessa Craven. But yeah, Ariel Monroe is uh, Cedric Alexander's fiance. No, yeah, wife. Wife? Okay. Yeah, they, they got married last month, I believe. Yeah, I think like three weeks ago, not even, they got married. Oh. Yeah, I mean, unfortunately, I, we already sent that RSVP. Sorry we couldn't attend, but yeah. <laughs> So. Yeah, so there's uh, only a few slots left, I believe, for the May Young Classic. Still, Hit me. Still what hoping, do you think? I mean, still hoping for Karma. Um, I'm going to go Chelsea Greens in one of them. I would like to see her in there as well. I know Maria Kanellis is was going to the Performance Center today. I don't know if she would be in it, though. I know she was a rumored name that I had like read on the interweb. Mm-hmm. So whether or not she is going to be in it, I don't know. It would be cool if like Tessa was announced or Britt Baker. Well, Tessa Blanchard is signed with TNA or impact. Sorry. Okay. So she's out. Yeah. So, but yeah, Britt Baker would be good. What about if, if Angelina love was announced? I, she, was she announced already? No. Why? Has she maybe no. she, it was a rumor about her in WWE then mm. a while ago? There may have been a rumor of Angelina Love with WWE. I, I'm unfamiliar with that. I don't know, or maybe it was Velvet Sky. I, I'm familiar with the Velvet Sky rumor. Okay, so maybe it was Velvet Sky. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, but um, uh, it should be interesting. Obviously, we'll we'll see the finals at uh, at. The Nassau. WWE Evolution, but the the Are we classic. I mean, I'll go if you want to go. I'll, I would. I want to go. Maybe we, maybe we maybe we will go. Uh, but the the May Young Classic, I believe, starts next weekend. Yeah, I think August eighth. Wait, that's I think, Wednesday, so not weekend. Maybe yeah, I think <laughs> August seventh or eighth it starts. <laughs> I think so too. I think it starts on the seventh. Yeah. May Young Classic 2018 tickets. I just hope Priscilla Kelly advances. Yeah, it'll take place Wednesday the 8th and 9th. All right. 
and it's not live on TV, right? Uh, live on uh, the network, right? No, that'll probably air more towards September. That's the one thing I don't like is that mm-hmm. like this isn't a live event. Well, that's the same thing that that turned me off of the the second tournament for the the I, UK championship. I know, like with the pre-taping, I understand, but it's kind of like a turnoff because you want to watch to see who advances, but you know who advances already because it's taped. Yeah. So it's so. like right now I don't know who. I just hope Diana Perazzo goes far. Yeah, um, I, I'm, I'm assuming EO will go far. I would like to see Caitlyn not like one and done type of thing, but she probably. Yeah, I, I feel like Caitlyn's being... gonna. I, I feel like Caitlyn's gonna be out the first round. Yeah. Um, oh. maybe can. Candace go a little bit. What? Candace go a little far. Candace isn't in it. Oh, she's not. No, she's in. She's in NXT. Oh, then I think that she's going to be announced <laughs> for the tournament. I I don't know. I think she'll be announced. It, it's weird because like like Lady Tappa was an alternate the last time. And, yeah. As well as Barbie Hayden. And. Mm-hmm. Um, like Nicole Matthews was and Peraza was as well, and they're in it this year. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, it's gonna be fun. It will be fun. It's it stinks about Lindsay Dorado though. I I'm confused about him though, because they announced ligament of his thumb. Yeah, so what does that mean? How is he able to go out and work? Is that, like, not a bad injury? I mean, why, is he still working? Well, I mean, he didn't wrestle, but he, like, made the save on 205 Live. No, so maybe it's not too bad, but, I mean, it's not like an ACL or anything like that. It's just he has to protect that hand. Oh. I mean, he's going to really be heavily protecting that hand, whichever one has the torn, the rupture. Yeah, how about the uh, the fact that they announced the matches for NXT TakeOver 4, Brooklyn 4, this week? And it's like, I don't know who I'm going to cheer for. In regards to which match? Well, uh, I mean, EC3 is facing Velveteen Dream. I can't choose who I'm going to cheer for. I'm going to have to cheer for both of them there. Uh, is it wrong to keep on wanting Velveteen Dream to lose? I, I mean... I mean, I feel like it's... I said it before, but I mean, yeah, at some point you have to pull the trigger, but it'd be, he's it'd just be funny so, if, I don't want him to be called up. He's so good down there. It'd be funny if like on his, on his tights at, at Brooklyn was like, um, I mean, it'd be all, I mean, first of all, it'd be funny if it was like Dixie Carter's face. <laughs> oh, man. That's so stupid. Uh, it'd also be funny if Madison square garden was on his tights. That'd be, that'd be cool. I don't see that happening, but. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing what's on his tights and uh, his whole outfit and everything. But that would be um, cool. Who else? What else did they announce? Mustache Mountain is invoking their rematch clause. Okay. That'll be a really good show. Yeah, I still think you should get really to good. do it. Did you watch the uh, documentary for Elias? I did not watch it yet. Oh. I have to watch it. What about, did you listen to a CD? Oh uh, yeah, multiple times I purchased it. 
Any good? Uh, yeah, I, I, I do enjoy it. That's pretty cool. I, I watched today on the network, they added the hidden gem of Stone Cold Steve Austin and Jim Ross at uh, OVW. And Stone Cold is down there, like, like talking to Jim Ross or whatever, and they get cut off by Kenny Bolin and Rico. Kenny Bolin? Yeah. Why is that sound familiar? He was a man. I mean, he's a big name in OVW as a manager and whatever. Okay. Um, but but also Rico, and Rico like cuts a promo on Steve or whatever, and ends up getting hit with a stunner. But it's mm-hmm. like going watching that and seeing like how, what Rico looked like is like a trip, because I'm so used to seeing Rico with like the short hair and the sideburns and everything. Yeah, and he's got like this this like mullet. I, I I always go back to his American Gladiator look. Yeah, well. But, huh. Yeah. So, uh. Yeah, so right now we're going to take a quick little break and we'll be right back here on Marking Out. This is Aaron Sheik. You listen to the Marking Out. Welcome back to Marking Out. This is episode 391. Thank you for listening. All right, now let's get on to talking about some sports entertainment and some Monday Night Raw. Monday Night Nitro. Which just happened to kick off... Well, they had like a backstage thing beforehand, but uh, ultimately kicks off with Roman Reigns cutting a promo on Brock Lesnar. And then you had Paul Heyman come out and hyped up the fact that Brock Lesnar is in fact in the building, but will only come out when he wants to come out. Mm-hmm. Kind of a wasted segment, but I guess it set up everything overall. Yeah, I I agree with you. First match of the evening saw Baron Corbin, sorry, Constable Corbin, defeating <laughs> Finn Balor. I don't know if we needed 20 minutes of this. I agree. I don't think it had to be carried around, carried out for so long. I think there was like, it was like three or four segments worth of, of uh, match here. And at one point I was like, I was like, I feel like this match has been going on for, for a, a long time. And then I'm like looking at the, the, the time and I'm like, this match has been going on for a long time. But um, I, I mean, like I, I liked the ending sequence where where Balor went up for the coup de gras and then and and Corbin moved out of the way. Mm-hmm. And then he uh missed what was like a clothesline or whatever and Balor ran right into the end of days. I thought that was good. Yeah, I agree with you. It, it's also, just unfortunate that Balor keeps on is it just me or does he keep on losing? I don't know. I thought it was funny though when when Balor lost, everyone they like panned to the crowd and like cut to different like reactions and it was as if it was like undertaker just lost a brock lesnar at wrestlemania <laughs> people like had that the exact same reaction it's like how like, yeah what? i don't understand like what's the i don't know i just thought it was really funny that people were doing that i mean i i just i hope that they do pull the trigger on balor at some point I feel like he's starting to get well, in that. Maybe they're building it up for another match at SummerSlam or something because Corbin attacked Balor afterwards, so who knows? Yeah. 
Uh, next match up was Alicia Fox defeating Natalia. Which Alicia, I, oh, go ahead. No, I was gonna say Alicia Fox did pretty good. Yeah, I like the uh, the I guess modified abdominal stretch that she did. And mm-hmm. it sucks. It's like there are so many people in WWE 2K19 that need to be updated. Like, I mean, appearance wise as well as like move sets and stuff. I don't. I don't see Alicia Fox getting an update with her moves. I don't and I, and I think, think so. Should. I mean, I think that she has done a really good job. I mean, and she's been with the company for over 10 years Dude, now. Dude, this match was so weird because I think, I'm pretty sure Natty and Alicia Fox are the two women who have been employed by WWE the longest at this point, aside from Stephanie McMahon. I, I think I think they both made their like main roster debuts in two thousand eight. That's that's crazy. Yeah, and then they both they they I think they even feuded in ECW with uh, it was Natty and Tyson and I can't for the life of me remember what was the guy that Fox was with Fox. The, yeah, they they gave. Remember, they gave her a dancing gimmick. DJ Gabriel. Was it DJ Gabriel? I don't know why that's DJ, standing out to me. DJ Gabriel. It was DJ Gabriel. Oh wow! I don't know. I don't know how that popped out of my head. Which sucks because, like, I feel like he was. I feel like he could have been more in WWE. I think so too. But I feel like we could say that about so many people. Yeah. I mean, next up, you... Oh, to continue with this match, though, Ronda Rousey. Yeah, Alicia Fox went and, like, taunted her. She kicked the air in between the ropes and Ronda Rousey's face. So Rousey got up on the, the apron, and behind the referee's back, Alexa Bliss used her forearm and smashed... Um, Natty Natalia. Yeah. Yeah. And then afterwards, um, Ronda, afterwards, Ronda Rousey uh, attacked. Yeah, Ronda Rousey got the best of them, but Alicia Fox ended up getting the last laugh as yeah. she left pretty much Rousey Lane. Although, I, mean, I got to say, Alicia Fox probably screwed next week. <laughs> I believe yeah. it's one on one. Yeah, it's Ronda Rousey's very first Monday Night Raw match, singles match, or any match on Raw in general. I mean, it, it was weird that they. At first, I was wondering, like, why did they announce this match? And then after the after what happened here, I'm like, okay. And plus, with the veteranship, I guess that Alicia Fox has, might as well put her in the ring with Ronda Rousey. She'll, I think that she'll make Ronda look really good. And Ronda Rousey looked awesome. Yeah, I like that Samoan drop that she does. That Samoan drop, like, or I, I mean, I don't really know if I could call it that. Like, it, it could be like a. A swinging, I don't know. Well, the, everything isn't Peyton Royce does a move similar to that though. But everything flowed so well that she was performing. Yeah, I, even the way she took the barricade spot was was good. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, next up, you had Elias performing in concert. Yeah, and... only to get cut off by Bobby Lashley for whatever reason. He gets cut off by Bobby Lashley. And then he tried to get Bobby Lashley to sing with him. And he eventually started to duet with him. 
And... Which is just so weird, like... Yeah, I, I didn't like that. Very weird. But again, there's they're not doing anything with him. I know. They had him shake hands, basically, with Roman Reigns last week, or whenever it was. I know. But Elias attacked Bobby Lashley from behind. On call for. Well. I mean, it, it, that singing that he was doing. Whoa. <laughs> and, and Lashley fought back and was able to hold his own. Yeah. Um. So, that was that. Next up, you had Jinder Mahal alongside with Sunil Singh pick up the victory over Braun Strowman. But it was by countout because of an assist from Kevin Owens. Yeah. Yeah, Kevin Owens caused the distraction. He stole the briefcase. Braun went chasing after him, just totally saying, forget the match. Got counted out, but he still got his uh, revenge in the ring. It's like who, but like, yeah, never mind. What I was gonna say, like, why does he have to focus on the briefcase even? I think it was just. I think the only reason, my justification of this, was that you had to show leading into the pay per view that no matter what outcome, Braun, if he loses, that's it. He loses the briefcase. So in this, with the distraction of the briefcase and the deep, the countdown. He lost the match, so it's kind of saying, like, if Braun gets distracted like this during this oh, yeah. match, okay. then this could happen. Yeah, good, so, good analysis. Thank you. Backstage, Mojo Rawley comes in and uh, basically confronts all these tag teams, uh, with the exception of a tag team that is no longer a tag team that we wish was a tag team, that being Kurt Hawkins and Zack Ryder. Uh, memories. But, uh, yeah, he's also Mike Canales was there. But he uh, he trashes all those wrestlers, and Bobby Roode comes in and attacks him. They brawl. And uh, Mike Canales recorded it and posted it online, which I thought was awesome. Well, yeah, I was going to say, that recording online was pretty much just like a word star. World, world star. Yeah, world star. And stuff like that. Very funny. Um, next up, you had Apollo Crews alongside with Titus O'Neil and Dana Brooke picking up a victory over uh, a com- a cam? Akam? Akam. Yeah, Akam. kidding me? Yeah, which a uh, surprising, surprising victory. A welcome, welcoming win. Yes and no. I mean, Why no? It just thinks that it's against the authors of pain. I mean, these guys came in. And look well, where they're look at. at the, look at the victory here. I don't like the fact that it was a quick roll-up pin, but that's what they're showing off. It's like, oh, like obviously Cruz couldn't have gotten that victory without that roll-up is what, they're, mm-hmm. what it basically seems like. Mm-hmm. So it was a cheap victory, a quick victory, as opposed to like, oh, you one-upped me. Not as opposed to, it's you one-upped me. Yeah. Authors of Pain will then go on probably to work the, the kickoff show or whatever against Titus Worldwide or maybe not even. But Yeah. But yeah, I'm fine with that. Up next, we saw Seth Rollins defeat Drew McIntyre via disqualification because Dolph Ziggler attacked him right after Drew McIntyre. Drew McIntyre got hit with the curb stomp. I thought it was yeah. good. I thought the match was good. 
I think uh, solid match. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I it stinks. Quite enjoy both matches. Stinks about the interference, but understandable. Yeah, and Rollins fought back and got away. Yeah, and then backstage afterwards, uh, Ziggler and McIntyre attacked him. I agree. It's funny. It was funny. It was actually. Are... That's weird that we both said it's funny. Yeah, but what if we say the same thing? Okay, ready? On the count of three, say what you were about to say, and I'm going to say it too. One, two, three. People I was watching with my mom. comparing Dolph Ziggler to Chris Jericho <laughs> of 2000. So close. So close. <laughs> my mom was watching with me, and she was just like, whoa, what's going on here? And I'm like thinking, I'm like, what a mark. <laughs> yeah, but it was fun. It was cool. Yeah, me and my mom were watching some of Raw. It, so, was, it was cool. Up next, the B-team were in the ring being interviewed, and uh, they were putting themselves over, as mm. you would do, and the lights went out, and the Deleters of Worlds came out and cut a promo on them, and uh, I was like, oh man, this is this is it. This is going to be it. This is the moment where Matt Hardy announces Apocalypto in WWE. But that didn't happen. That did not happen. But the Revival came out. They cut promos on both teams. And uh, Bray Wyatt pushed Bo Dallas into into the Revival. Revival pushed him back. And then, then B-Team ducked out. And then I guess that led to a match. Which I, I thought the, the setup for this match was a good was a good tag setup. I like yeah. it. And then uh, the finish of this match. You had the Revival picking up the victory here. Um Dash Wilder actually reversed Sister Abigail. And was I, able, I thought that was cool. He was able to have Dawson tag him in from behind, and then uh, they hit the Shatter Machine to win. Yeah, it was definitely very good. Yeah, I want, like, it sucks because I want, obviously I want B-Team as champions, mm-hmm. but I also, I want Revival as champions. I want, I, a, I want Ascension as champions, damn it. There's I don't know. Too I don't. Many people I want as, as the tag team champions. There's not I enough tag team want, titles I'm in still WWE. Not over with, I'm still not over with the B team. I don't want them as champions right now. Yeah, I don't know why. I, I'm enjoying all of the. I, they're like, oh, what does the B stand for? It stands for dreams or whatever you said. It. It's so funny. I don't know. Maybe I'm just getting like annoyed with like the gimmick. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, main event of the evening saw Bailey and Sasha Banks teaming up again this week to take on and defeat the Riot Squad. Impressive match. Bailey and Sasha had matching gear. And uh, just like last week, I thought it was a solid match. A solid tag team wrestling from them. I really, really liked the, uh, the, ending? the way that they were all working together. Oh. I thought you were going to and- say the, the end finisher. No, I mean, I did like the end finisher, and I love the way Riot Squad is improving every single day. Yeah, so Sasha Banks asked Twitter for what the the name of their finisher should be called. Mm-hmm. And I was like, uh, hello, it should be 100% the hug statement. And uh, I clicked on, and the very first response that I saw was hug statement. So I think that should be it. Because it's the bank statement into... Um, into the Bailey to Bailey, Bailey to Belly, mm-hmm. which I saw a clip of them performing that at a live event, and it completely just fell flat. Didn't even work. I think I don't think they got it. I, I, I they must have done it to Liv Morgan on the show 
mm-hmm. where she just didn't like pop back up enough. Yeah. I guess she wasn't like ultimately prepared for it. Yeah. Something like that. But on Monday Night Raw, I thought it looked flawless. It did. It definitely. I thought it was a really good finisher and uh, a move that definitely won't make the cut for 2K19. But hey, add it in. Well, I'm talking about adding (laughs) in things. uh, Yeah, not really. Throughout the whole night, though, Kurt Angle earlier told Paul Heyman that if Brock Lesnar doesn't end up in the ring at all during Monday Night Raw, Paul Heyman's going to be fired. And Paul would speak to Brock Lesnar over and over and over, just trying to convince him, just go out to the ring. Brock's like, no, I'll take a steak medium well. Give me a baked potato and broccoli. No, Paul, did you get paid yet? I just want my money. No, Paul, I don't care about these people. Etc., etc. He he broke Paul Heyman's cell phone. Uh, uncalled for. Just going to say, anger management. Yeah, he just sat back there reading a magazine from back to front like a normal person would do. That uh, became a lot of a lot of memes this week, by the way, which uh, might Some just... Some uh, classic great ones, too. <laughs> just, uh, you, dude, the, the hungry, hungry... Not, no. Yeah, the hungry... What is it? The hungry, hungry caterpillar? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Flawless edit job to whoever did that. The one who did the Young Buck one was also a good, good edit. That was very funny. Uh, we have our own version as the picture of the week. You could go and see. It's uh, uh, <laughs> a uh, it's Brandon featured in a magazine that he did a long, long time ago. Not recent. Which is but... in, in itself is an edit from uh, a meme that Tater Snake made from uh, from Late Night with Broski's crew. So you could give him a follow on Twitter. Yeah, he definitely deserves it. Yeah, so uh, this ends up Kurt Angle and Constable Corbin are out in the ring, and Paul Heyman comes out, and Angle basically said every every single thing that we've been saying for the past like year or so, yeah. every single thing that the fans have been saying for the like, oh, Brock doesn't care about the fans; he's got to be the worst champion ever. Or I mean, really a change of uh, tone from Paul Heyman. No, not from Paul Heyman, from Kurt Angle. That was Angle saying that. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. And then, uh... Kurt Angle fired... Fired Paul Heyman. Well, I was gonna... Well, I was gonna say, it was a change of tone for Paul Heyman, too. Yeah. Because... Well, well, I, mean, I, well Paul, I guess Paul agreed, yeah, kind of. Yeah, Paul Heyman was agreeing with him and saying, like, you shouldn't punish me, you should punish Brock Lesnar. He He's the worst, you're right, he is the worst champion, universal champion ever, and really going alongside it. So we haven't heard that yeah. come out of that side of Paul Heyman be, before at all. So, yeah, so Kurt Angle fires Paul Heyman, but Brock Lesnar's music hits. This is just like when he didn't strip Lesnar of the title. He strips Lesnar, and then the Paul Heyman comes out and agrees to a match or whatever. So he's no longer stripped. Paul Heyman gets fired, and then Lesnar comes out, and he's no longer fired. But, uh, but yeah, so Lesnar ends up hitting Angle with an F5. And then he attacked Paul Heyman. And he was about to go after Big Cass, but Big Cass got out of the ring. Ah, uh, Big Cass. <laughs> Barry Corbin got out of the ring. I thought you were making a joke. I was like, I don't get it. 
No? <laughs> <laughs> That's probably why you wouldn't get it. But, uh, yeah, and then uh, the show ends with We Want Roman Chance, which he was banned from the arena. He got, he got uh, kicked out, basically. Yeah, but it was also followed up with No, We Don't. Yeah, but for the most part, I think we we want Roman chants for louder. I don't know. I from what I heard, it was we want Roman. No, we don't. And then after after Monday Night Raw, Brock Lesnar attacked Mike Rome. He did like the choke thing and like threw him into a, a case onto the and like Mike Rome fell over. I didn't see that. Is Brock Lesnar gonna get suspended for this? Is he gonna get the title stripped from him? Is he gonna get fined or anything? I'm probably going to guess no. That's the dumbest thing. This storyline is dumb. Stop doing that. Yeah. So moving on to SmackDown, Renee Young starts off the show by interviewing Becky Lynch, who uh, seems very happy to be in this title picture scene. Uh, Yeah, she deserves it. She, She was like, I'm going to become champion. At SummerSlam, and Carmella cuts her off. And in a surprising turn of events, she starts praising Becky Lynch. She was like, I'm excited to face you. You are awesome. She went to go shake hands, and uh, James Ellsworth's theme song hit. Mm-hmm. And James Ellsworth wasn't there. But Carmella attacked Becky Lynch. And she grabbed a steel chair, and just as she went to go uh, use the steel chair, Charlotte Flair returned. Unfortunately. She made the save, and Paige booked Charlotte versus Carmella. And if Charlotte Flair wins, she gets added to the title match at SummerSlam. Yay! Very dumb. I don't get it. Why can't Becky Lynch just have, have a solo match? Have the singles match for the title. So, at this point at SmackDown, it's like, who knows? Maybe maybe it's just a, like, oh, Charlotte's back. Here's a match. I just don't get it. I really don't. So, the, the first match of the evening saw for the number one contendership tournament for the WWE SmackDown Tag Team titles. First round, uh, The Bar mm-hmm. defeated The Usos in a fantastic match. Awesome stuff. Uh, awesome even before we speak stuff. about the match, though, New Day had their own commentary team. Team. Huh? <laughs> you almost had it there. <laughs> their own commentary team. <laughs> and a lot of pancakes. Yeah, they had stacks on stacks of pancakes. Big E was literally just shoving pancake after pancake into his mouth. I thought it was hilarious. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so this match was awesome. I... Even like the, the very end of the match, they had uh, Cesaro cutting off um, Jay from hitting the super the the superfly splash with an uppercut, and I then Sheamus cool. got the knees up. But, but yeah, everything in this match was good. It was it, it was nice. It was refreshing to see the bar back. Yeah, so, and I think it's, next, it's nice. Next week, I believe we'll, we're going to see the bar versus New Day. Bar versus New Day. And then we find out who faces the Bludgeon Brothers at SummerSlam. Uh, yeah. That's true. Next up, you have Samoa Joe cutting a promo. Snooze Fest. Yeah. Uh, last week, somebody like yelled at me about uh, how there's... Oh, there's 
a month left or whatever. It's going to be a great time to build him up for the pay-per-view. I don't know Why if that do was you to... or Chris, but this was dumb. This was a bad segment. He's just I... he, It was just him saying, like, oh, the title means more to you than your family. Nah. You don't care about your family. Yeah, it was... I wasn't... It was did nothing. Not a fan. But... Up next, you had Jeff Hardy cutting a promo on Randy Orton, basically saying he's going to reclaim the U.S. championship after he's done dealing with Orton. Only and... thing Jeff Hardy's going to reclaim is probably unemployment. I feel like, well, not unemployment, but I think that, is he on his way out? Why? Like, what's, the, what's going on with all this, with him and Matt Hardy? Like, Matt Hardy's post on Twitter... And Jeff Hardy with all of these angles with him with the quick title change at the pay-per-view. Like, are they close to retirement? Like, what's happening? It's just so bizarre that you have uh, Jeff Hardy building him up, building him up. And then just now he's in this storyline like well, this. No this reason. segment was bizarre. You had Randy Orton come out. And Nakamura attacks Jeff Hardy from behind, to which Randy Orton makes Nakamura back off and basically shoves him into the corner or backs him up into the corner and then has him hit the Kinshasa. And then Orton goes to hit the RKO. I think you've told Nakamura to even leave after that. But he goes to hit the RKO and just to uh, basically as a screw you to the fans doesn't hit the RKO and it just just leg trips Jeff Hardy and does the the stomp. And then he hits yeah. the, the DDT the the rope DDT and then he does it off the apron I believe maybe. And they just fought and he puts him on the the uh, commentary table and washes his face paint off. Basically kind of like a kind of like a Finn Balor type of thing. Okay. Yeah. Where it's I like, like, oh, this this face paint isn't like it doesn't do anything. It's just still you. Which I didn't just think about until now. <laughs> when when they did the sister Abigail versus when that was supposed to happen versus the demon. Uh huh. All of like Bray Wyatt's promos were like, oh, the face paint. You're the demon. That's nothing. Yeah, it's means nothing. I'm, but. Not, I am just more confused over this entire angle than anything. But next you had Zelina Vega pick up a victory over Alana. Um, it's awesome that she wrestled on SmackDown. Yeah, it is It is very cool that Vega is getting her hands dirty in a match and everything like that. I wish she didn't win the match like every other new woman's today yeah with the roll-up like there are other moves there are other like moves outside of a quick roll-up to to have them like women could debut and hit a real finisher yeah without and especially her win. like you like you had you had um amas basically get up on the apron and aiden english ran down to like punch him or whatever and that distracted lana that could have been the distraction all like that was needed. She could have just turned around into the DDT or whatever. Yeah. She didn't need that quick roll-up. No. And I, I, I get this Aiden English thing, but when is it going to... When are they going to pull the trigger on it? 
Well, you know? yeah. Like, I mean, well, she Rusev Rusev was not ringside. Mm-hmm. And and Almas was. I believe uh, Lana wanted to give him space or whatever after last week. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And then uh, she went up to him after the match and said, "You should have been there," or something. Yeah, something has to happen with this or else it's going to be too late. Well, I think, obviously, they're splitting up. Yeah, and that's so unfortunate. I I don't understand the reasoning for the split. Yeah, because Rusev Day was such a hot thing. I mean, he's got a calendar for for crying out loud. Exactly. I don't understand the split. And with – they haven't even – right? They haven't been tag team champs. Mm Mm-mm. I don't understand the logic behind splitting them up and not even giving them the titles. I understand you have a ton of tag teams in on SmackDown right now, but Aiden English and Rusev are so over. It's just stupid. But whatevs. Yeah. Next up, you had Daniel Bryan in ring, cutting a promo on The Miz. Miz showing up on TV. Cutting a promo pretty much about no, Daniel Bryan. No, that wasn't Miz TV. No, he, he showed up on TV, on the oh, screen. I thought you said Miz TV. <laughs> yeah, no, he showed up on the screen just insulting Daniel Bryan, comparing him to a crying baby, putting over his own TV show, uh, and that was pretty much it. Well, yeah, well, Daniel Bryan challenged him. Yeah. And to a match at SummerSlam, and Miz goes, no. If it happens, it's on my my terms. Nah. Which I thought was a good segment. I guess. I guess. But the, the the main event of SmackDown was Charlotte Flair defeating Carmella, so she's in the match at SummerSlam. Which I, I just I don't get why you needed to add Flair to the SummerSlam match. I hate it so much. Why can't you do the singles? Charlotte Flair comes back. What pity do? Like, like is it because they didn't want to do two single, like, women's matches for titles? I could only think that they didn't trust uh, what was going to be put on. That's the only thing that I could see. I don't know. I hate it. I really dislike it. I don't. Know, I don't man. get it. I don't. I, I definitely don't get it. But I said. I, I believe I said it last week. I think the the very first uh, the first stop to to WrestleMania's main event is mm-hmm. is Ronda Rousey winning at SummerSlam. I think it's Rousey becoming the Raw Women's Champion at SummerSlam, and then you'll go on to have Charlotte win the Royal Rumble next year, and then they'll go on last at WrestleMania. Yeah. Not that happens. Maybe it's far fetched to me for for me to think like that. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Not too sure. Not too sure. But that's all the SmackDown talk. Now it's time for some shameless plugs. Shameless plugs. That's right, folks. It's time for the shameless plugs. Make sure... Okay, I'm giving up on that. Uh, Go check out Holly Dead. Uh, She has a ton of openings, ton of availability. Definitely book her. 
Um, she's one half of the Twisted Sisters alongside with Thunder Rosa. Um, great wrestler. Go email hollydeadwrestling at gmail.com. Very talented. Also, go give her a follow on Twitter at hollydead. Also, huge congratulations and thank you to Matt Tremont, who had his last CZW match this past Saturday. Um, go give him a follow at Tremont CZW and also his promotion H2O Wrestling, H underscore two underscore O Wrestling. And they made a huge announcement that they will be including women now for Women's Hardcore Hustle organization. And it's going to be a different uh, uh, sister promotion to his other promotion featuring all women. So congratulations to him. And make sure that you stay up to date with him on Twitter. Also, huge shameless plug to Franz. Thank you very much for purchasing our t-shirt. Um, you can go fil- give him a follow on Twitter at no final blackout. Thank you so much yeah, for check purchase- out. He does, he does uh, live streams too, where he draws. Yeah. YouTube.com slash blackout. No. Um, thank you so much for purchasing that t-shirt. Uh, we really appreciate it. Your support, your loyalty and yeah, everybody go give him a follow, go support him. And go check out, as Brandon was saying, go check out his, all of his live streams. Yeah, that's well, the uh, that'll be the probably the farthest our shirt has traveled to a place to get to somebody. Yeah, I believe uh, Norway. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, he draw he does a ton of drawing on YouTube. So go subscribe to him. Go give a follow on Twitter and support him yeah. as he supports us. So thank you very much. And hey, Chris, you got a. Uh, Match or rant of the week? Chris's match of the week. Chris's match of the week. Hey guys, it's Chris. I'm here this week. That's right. How was your week? No, that's the end of the show. It's Chris's match of the week time. Yeah, that's right. Uh, And as you heard last week on the show, I had a big, giant crush on Slammiversary. Uh, This week's match of the week comes from Slammiversary. It was the kickoff match. The international four-way between Phoenix, John, whatever his name is, John, insert promotion here, Petey Williams, and who was the fourth guy? Oh, Taiji Ishimori. Oh, oh are you man. talking about John, Johnny Mundo? Johnny I, Mundo. Johnny Mundo. <laughs> John Johnny Impact, Morrison. John Blackcraft, whatever you're going to call him. Regardless, that's one. Or is that one? That, that was one, yes. That was one, yeah. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> the all seeing wow. the all but yeah, no, that's uh, that's my match of the week this week. So, I I get the last thing before no, uh, uh, we're gonna just say, hey, Brandon, got any Come shout-outs? on, I have I have work to do right now, Brandon. You said I'm well, I that's I to blame Dave. Hashtag blame Dave. Brandon, <laughs> you blame do you. your shoutouts, Brandon. Well, you do your bumper. No, do your shoutouts, Brandon. Brandon, shoutouts. Uh, yeah, so I finally got to uh, watch Adam Sandler and Chris Rock's uh, newest movie on Netflix called The Week Of, and uh, I enjoyed it. It's it's kind of relatable. It's based on Long Island, so that's cool. It's funny. One at one point, it completely reminded me of Dave and uh, Dave and Mai's trip to uh, Boston. Memories. <laughs> because Chris, he picks up Chris Rock from a hotel or whatever, and he goes. Yeah, so just uh, if if you need the air conditioning, we'll turn it on. It's a little hot out. And then Chris is like, "Yeah, I yeah, I'll take the air conditioning." 
And he goes, yeah, so, like, just say the word, and we'll do it. He goes, yeah, well, it's a little hot. I'll take the air conditioning. <laughs> and, like, Sandler goes, yeah, well, we'll see how the window does for now. And he goes, Ugh. And then it, like, cuts to later. Yeah, so it's really hot in here. I could use the air conditioning. He goes, yeah, oh, yeah, well, maybe we'll put it on. And he puts it on for a quick second and shuts it off. And I was like, dude, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> That's I, actually pretty accurate. I got of, sun uh, poisoning going up to Boston because of that. that- no, no, no. Yes. That's because you you had your arm hanging out that window, and you did not put on sunscreen no. lotion. That is because on you, brother. I, should have, I shouldn't have had to have had my arm out the window. I should have had the, the nice air conditioning. You, you should have had sunscreen in on. Any sense, in That's... any sense, Celtic Warrior Workouts gets the second shout-out. It's nothing I would ever do, but I find it to be very entertaining. Uh, it's uh, it's hosted by Sheamus, and he goes with other WWE superstars through their workout routines. I know we've definitely discussed it on the show before, but uh, and then we ask him how much they lift, bro. It's it's very entertaining. I, yeah, I, honestly, I, it's like it should be like it. Sh- they he should get some award for that. 100%. I actually love the fact that it's a full like fifty to hour clip. Yeah, and you could actually, it's if you wanna, out. if you wanted like work out with WWE superstars, you could go along if you have the equipment. <laughs> I know. I mean, obviously, obviously, I mean, no, I mean, like you go, you do that with Diamond Dallas Page, so it's nothing like completely different. I know, but that's a workout program, there, bro. Right, and this is kind of a workout program. I I could understand the similarities between the two. I mean, I, I, I could see it. I, I am tempted to do a workout alongside like some of them. I am seeing you can do without the proper equipment at times. Like, like Alexa I think Blisses Alexa Bliss yeah. was really just an ab workout. And yeah. yeah. So some of them you can, but uh, if you, if you haven't checked out Celtic warrior workouts, uh, it's Seamus's show on YouTube. Check it out. Definitely highly recommend that. Uh, and then the last shout out goes to talk is Jericho from this week because it was all about Madison square garden. And everyone should check that out. It was with um, Mark Henry and Dave LaGreca from Busted Open. Mm-hmm. And uh, yes, it, was, that's correct. it was pre-New uh, Japan and Ring of Honor announcement. Oh, wow. Yeah, so they're sitting there like, oh, I'm so pissed off that like the garden is going to sit empty during WrestleMania weekend. Yeah. Spoiler alert. <laughs> but yeah, it was cool to hear Jericho and Mark Henry talk about Madison Square Garden. And trade stories and stuff. And uh, he even, Jericho even brought up the fact that he got to skate there and play hockey there, which I ended up with his hockey stick. So that's awesome. Yeah, his, his dad is a, a former New York Ranger. Yeah. 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 So that's my, those are my shout outs. Now it's time for our That is right, our mark out moment of the week. The week. Uh, the week. I'm going to first off stay, uh, say Kalisto versus Tony Nese from 205 Live this week was awesome. And I mm-hmm. marked out because we've seen both guys on the indies. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. We may have taken one of them to their hotel once. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then I just want to say that I, I saw the logo for NXT TakeOver Brooklyn 4, which I don't think we've seen up until this past week, and I, I think it's pretty cool. So, 
What is it? I didn't see uh, it's it. just like it's just the the typical standard NXT Brooklyn um, takeover logo, and then behind it is a yellow four, as opposed to Roman numeral two or three. Or actually, no, okay. the three I think was it on a chain or something. No, the but, two yeah. was on a chain. Oh, the two was yeah okay. Oh yeah. yeah yeah, the two was on the chain, and then three was Roman numerals, and this is just the number four. Yeah. So it's cool. Uh, Chris, Dave, you want to say yours, Dave? Dave, yeah. you go first. All right, well, for well, mine... Is yours in correlation to mine? Uh, n- no. I- I'll okay. let you take yours. Mine first? Also, by the way, Kane no, is... That's... I think Kane is going to be the mayor today. I think he's going to win. Oh, today's the primaries there? I believe or so. today's, like, the election? Yeah. That's wild. Kane's mayor. Well, for, <laughs> for my... Mark, I'm on the week. I'm going to go with the announcement of Priscilla Kelly being in the Mae Young Classic. I'm a big fan of hers. I think that her in-ring is really good. I love her gimmick completely. And I really enjoy her promos. The gothic dark promos with like her and Darby Allen and all of that stuff. Big fan. So I'm really excited to see her in the Mae Young Classic. I definitely marked out for that. What about you, Chris? Um, well, I didn't get to talk about how my week was. Uh, it sucked. Am I allowed to say that on the show? It stunk? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's hilarious. It sucked? Or, can I say that? It stunk? Yeah, we could hear you that you're definitely yeah. sick still. Yeah, I, uh, I've i been sick. I was sick. I'm a big baby when it comes to being sick. So from like Saturday night until like yesterday... I was sick. I had like 102 fever. Uh, On Saturday? No, Saturday I started getting it. Sunday it started getting worse. And then I went into work. And I, I went was, to work. And I, I'm, just, I'm trying to talk here. I was going to say, I'm disappointed. I was so sad that you couldn't go to Warp Tour. I'm so disappointed too. But parent goals, my kid was sick. My, Madeline had 100 fever the night before. So it's like I couldn't uh-huh. take her to my sister's house and get all of her girls sick and then it's just like they all hang out together and be a vicious cycle so anyway so i missed warp tour which stunk i was sick until about yesterday but yeah last night um i put every sort of over-the-counter medicine in my body so i made it to go see afi last night uh which was really cool it was in coney island at the ford amphitheater which was i mean it was weird it was cool. I mean, it was a cool, just on the boardwalk venue. It wasn't. Any, it wasn't Jones Beach or anything like that. It kind of um, reminds me of the. I think the PNC Bank Arts Center in Jersey. No, it's nope, nothing like PNC Bank really? Arts Center. Nothing like PNC Bank Arts huh. Center. Yeah, I've been to. P, I have plenty of memories of PNC Bank Arts Center. But I saw AFI, which is my huge mark out of the moment. Uh, they played two old school songs that I ever heard live, which was awesome. Which uh, which two? Uh, they played uh, Straight Through Wounding off Black Sails in the Sunset, which I knew they were playing in the last one. They were playing in the Blood Tour, and I didn't see it. I like I think I missed it by a day. And then they played Wester off of The Art of Drowning, which was awesome. It was weird because it was little down tunes. I guess this, I guess they weren't going to up-tune one guitar or whatever, but that's besides the point. Um, but we're sitting there during Anti-Flag, which is the band that opened, opened up, and I look over, and I see this familiar face with a 24 in his hand i look over and it's jimmy havoc professional wrestler jimmy hammock and i honestly like i marched real hard i'm like whoa rachel's like what i'm like it's professional wrestler jimmy havoc i'm like he's a big deathmatch guy and she's she's just like i'm like i have to go hi say hi to him she's like no chris don't say hi i'm like fine Uh, she said she told you not to say hi rachel but no but no no she didn't but like 
I also she, don't I put this on her. She no. didn't say it. <laughs> no, but I, and I feel like I've said this on the show too. Like sometimes I feel like I would let my markdom you get the best hello. of me. Just you, just go over and say hello. Yeah, but I'm, you what am I over jump hello, out of my nice, seat? I'm a fan. Right? Girl, girl, it's wonderful to meet you. <laughs> <laughs> dang you, dang you, Brandon. Um, but I, I saw him and I saw Jolly Roger. Uh, from NYWC, which was cool. Um, and I saw AFI. And it was great. And, uh, yeah, I still felt this wicked cough. Wicked and I, cough. I, I gotta say, I also, I, part of a markout moment that I had was you sent me a, a video clip of AFI performing I Hope You Suffer, which is Jimmy Havoc's theme song. Yeah, which I was amazed because I know they played that the night before. So I didn't think they were going to play it two nights in a row because I know they were flipping songs off of burials. Yeah, I was so. so I was actually so happy for you because I'm like, I I told my mom I'm like, oh, they played this song the other day, and me and Chris was just talking about. It. He was just saying he doesn't think that they're gonna play it today, and they played it, and they played it while Jimmy Havoc was there. This is so awesome for Chris. Yeah, but I know also he saw them at, um, a, a heavy Montreal or Montreal '77 or whatever it was called. I think on Saturday he went there and saw them. And I guess maybe came down to the states and then saw them on Wednesday. So yeah, I know Jolly uh, Jolly Roger was there too. Yeah, well, I just said that. He was Jolly. Oh, sorry, I, I I couldn't hear. I forgot his name too, so I texted Brandon I'm like, "What's that? What's that guy's name with the the pirate gimmick?" <laughs> but yeah, that's He's my mark. Good, good people. That's my mark out of the week, and that's the reason why I'm not on the show this week because I've been so sick and I'm backed up on work, so I'm kind of doing that in the process. So half listening, half not listening. Yeah, so that was our show. Chris, uh, do you want to take it away? Uh, nah, let Brandon take it away. All right, there oh, you go. I was getting excited. I was going to hope that you did. Oh, that's <laughs> fine. I'll take it away then. Uh, thank you, very everybody, for listening to Marking Out episode 391. Uh, you can listen to this on MarkingOut.com, uh, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher. When you go on those, make sure you rate, review, and subscribe. Facebook.com slash MarkingOut, Twitter.com slash MarkingOut. YouTube.com slash MarkingOut11. Cooking with Brandon 7 is coming, folks. It's halfway done. And now right right after I, we get off the show, Brandon's like, so is it seriously halfway done? Um, email us, MarkingOut1 at gmail.com. You can follow me on Twitter, Chris Sweendog. Dave on Twitter at yeah, – I think they got changing now to Dr. Dave the Rave underscore MO. But <laughs> it's Dave. Long. It's, it's, it's fine. Uh, Dr. Uh, Dave the Rave underscore MO. Brandon on Twitter at BTTG161. Buy our shirts at ProWrestlingTees.com. And until next week, we wish you the best, best of luck in your future endeavors. And we'll see you next week. Bye. Ah!